in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hi, AJ. Hey, Jackie. And hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah. And it is time once again where we do a special episode where AJ is going to watch something that he has missed, that I enjoy, and vice versa. Yep. Tonight we are going to start with a movie that I enjoy that you have missed. To be fair, you got a two for one deal on this one. I did get it. It was accidental two for one, but it, it was planned and thought out. It was you, not planned and thought I out. I call it bullshit. Only you're because, smarter than that. Only because this is one of those rare instances where the sequel is better than the original. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault that you haven't seen these movies. I mean, okay, fair. <laughs> But, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, okay, go ahead, tell the people. The the movie that I am picking is Adam's Family Values. Yep. From 1993, but because AJ has never seen the Adam's Family movie from 1991, yep. we had to watch both. I like, mean, we couldn't not. I'm very curious, could I have just seen the second one without seeing the first one? I mean, technically... I feel like yes. I could have. Honestly, I feel like I could have seen the, the second one without you seeing the first one. You could have, probably. But when we did the Adams Family animated movie, mm-hmm. we talked about the live action movies from the 90s. Mm-hmm. You said you hadn't seen them. I got super excited and said <laughs> we should marathon them, and you agreed. Oh, yeah, of course. So I'm not arguing, I'm not arguing that. I'm just argue, making the argument of, like, I feel like the second movie could have been a standalone film. You know, like right. you, 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 didn't, you don't need it to... didn't need the you need to know who these characters are. It didn't right. need the things happen in the first movie. You had fun things within the second movie that tied back to the first movie, right. like the Girl Scout and all that kind of stuff. But there was nothing in the second film that was so, oh, my God, if you miss the first film, you're going to miss out completely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I could argue the whole fester losing his memory in the front like i feel like the fester storyline is kind of important from the first one going into the second one but i can also see where like if someone just said oh here's a quick synopsis of the plot mm-hmm. you'd be okay watching oh, yeah, the second absolutely one. I, I mean also just to have a slight argument here uh did, was the whole premise of the first movie where fester forgot it you know had amnesia and all that really that important to the second film because he was ready to drop the family all over again for love <laughs> like honestly like yeah of course he was like no no my family. like never at any point did he say you know but i only just got back with them i've only been with them for two years i missed them for 20 like there was nothing yeah. of that so like had that That's been in fair. there i'd argue yeah That's okay very first fair. Movie. but so but yeah no it was it, they were fun they were very fun movies they were absolutely 90s movies uh uh so one of my so first off what are we are we talking about are we focusing on the second movie are we talking about the first movie what are we my my pick for this episode the thumbnail is going to be adam's family values okay so i'm not going to focus on talking about the first movie at all right i will focus solely on the second movie with that said one of my favorite things about the second movie was that there was always something happening and when i say that i mean in the sense of and the part that made me do made me think of this was when uh, uh, 
why am I blanking on his name? Mr. Adams. Gomez. Gomez. When Gomez is sitting staring at the TV, they could have just left that, him staring at the TV, and it would have been just fine. But instead they had the grandma in the background through the window. Like, that was hysterical. Didn't need to be there, but it was there, and it made that scene ten times better. So I appreciated that a lot about this film. That was in the first one. That was no. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Never mind then. I'm a I'm a damn liar. <laughs> we watched them back to back. We did watch them back to was, be very fair. I thought it we was the second them. one. That was toward the very end of the first. You're one, right. It was. They got You're kicked right, out of the house. And... Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Now I sound like a fool. Damn it. We can always cut it out. No. Because okay. I am a fool. Okay. <laughs> okay. What did I like about the second film then? Uh, I appreciated that they had more of the kids involved. Yeah, the kids were a lot more of a focus in this one than They had their own little side story, which was nice. It felt like there were two stories happening at the same time, which was kind of cool. I loved uh, Wednesday (laughs) finding somebody, but also, like, hating finding somebody or whatever. Like, somebody that she liked, but also didn't like. Like, that was fun. That that was cute. It was very cute. And, And, go ahead. Just to kind of touch on something, because we're talking about Wednesday. Um, I can see Wednesday now. You can see Wednesday now. Uh, you had said this, that two, it's a, this is a family movie, but two is significantly darker. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember anything that happened that made it that much darker, but I remember saying that and just being like, holy shit. Well, like the, the virgin comment. Was was one that I felt like, you know, okay, there that's... There was that. There was, um... When the girl said, I'll play the victim. And <laughs> your Wednesday whole life. was like, your whole life. Yeah. And then she jumped in the water and Wednesday just stood there and went, I can't swim. <laughs> and, and then the bubbles were yeah. like, holy shit, does she live? Does she die? I don't know. And then, uh, what, there was one that made me cackle. Yeah, there was. Which one was that? I don't remember. Oh, I guess we have to watch the movie over again. Oh, no. <laughs> now having never seen them before and we since we watched the animated film mm-hmm. did you feel like you were like slightly prepared for like the concept of like the fish out of water family like the the we do everything the opposite way but it's normal for us like were you like yeah. prepared yeah, no, no, for yeah, the I, concept yeah yeah so so uh just for those of us who who didn't li- who didn't listen to our episode of the animated Adams Family film? Which are there any other Adams Family films that we're going to need to watch? Uh, I think there was a third Adams. There was a, there was movie. a second there was a second Adams Family cartoon. Cartoon. There was a third live action, but I don't believe it stars anybody from the just first complete two. New cast. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a completely. I'm new just cast. I'm curious if we need to like finish the, the you know. Go I full don't circle think here. that we do. I'm <laughs> quite happy with the two live action films. I think I would I would watch the second animated film right. because I did end up enjoying. I mean, I the yeah. Adams Family, so I think yeah, I was, would I cute. would watch the second one. Yeah. So so just to reiterate here for anybody who didn't listen to that episode, my only exposure to the Adams Family prior to this was uh the new scooby-doo movies where the adams family randomly showed up and and was you know wacky hijinks with the with the scooby-doo gang so and in those you never had that whole fish out of water we do opposite things where we're the the quote-unquote freaks of the world or whatever it's going to be we didn't have that so yeah to your point of having seen the animated film first i definitely feel like i was prepared for that i definitely feel like i was ready 
for, okay, the Adams Family is going to be against the grain in all of society. And they're totally okay with that. And they're totally happy. And you know what? Good for them. Because they completely embrace themselves. And more people need to do that in their lives. I'm not talking about myself. I'm not projecting. Shut up. Anyway. Uh, so I actually, I, I misspoke. The third Adams live-action Adams Family movie is the Adams Family Reunion. It came out in 1998. Uh, Lurch is the only recurring character from the first two movies. The guy that played Lurch. Yeah. He's in all three. But uh, Five years later. In, eh. in this one, you've got Tim Curry playing Gomez Adams and Daryl Hannah that sounds, as Mortician uh, Adams. Tim Curry as Gomez sounds fantastic. He looks good. He looks yeah. good as Gomez. I, I'm here for Tim Curry. I've seen this... Uh, I haven't seen this movie, but I've seen this... Uh, uh, like still, like yeah. I, I've definitely seen this before. Yeah, I'm here for Tim Curry as Gomez. Down, one hundred percent, absolutely. Like I'm not gonna watch this film because I think it's gonna be hot garbage. But, but I think I would like YouTube some clips. Yeah, maybe I would to love to see, see some, some like see a, a Tim Curry is. Gomez compilation. Yeah, you know, I can absolutely see him because Gomez is is all over the place with how much he loves his wife and all. And I can absolutely see Tim Curry with his with his. You know, googly eyes. Oh, God, I'm here. Like, I can, I can see Tim Curry going all out with yeah. this. So. Um, and so this one for me, like I said, I, I enjoy the first one very much. Obviously, these are things I watched growing up. I was 12 when this movie came out. So this is right in my wheelhouse of fun. These are movies I'm allowed to rent. They're family fun kind of movies. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one, like I said, I very much enjoyed. But the second one... I think for me, the best part of the second one is our villain character of Debbie Jelinski. <laughs> Debbie was fun. She was a lot, a lot of fun. I I liked her as a villain a lot more than I liked the, the whatever the fuck the first one was. Yeah, the first one you have the lawyer oh. and like the quote unquote psychiatrist. I'm sorry. I need to say something. I just used the F word. I apologize, mother. I'm trying to be cleaner for you so that way you can recommend this show to your friends and not feel like you know anything so i apologize mommy dearest so debbie is to me what makes this movie stand apart yeah the in the first movie yeah the the psychiatrist she was actually like a loan shark her and the lawyer tully like they were they were decent villains i didn't think they were bad villains they were good villains like they did their job uh, yeah. uh, but 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 joan cusack as Debbie in this movie. First of all, she's she's a fantastic comedic actor. Mm -hmm. Um, I generally like her in everything I've seen her. What in. else is she in? I've seen her. So she was the principal in School of Rock. That's right. That's right. Yes. 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 Um, she's been a character actor for like many, her many, whole many life. years. Yeah, yeah. Like there's movies dating all the way back to like the mid '80s where you can see her and mm -hmm. like you can see the beginnings of what she will become okay um but this one is one of my favorites her monologue at the end when she's talking about <laughs> killing all the different people i've I actually i've Barbie, actually used it Bobby. i've actually like pieced it together and i have used that as an audition piece for theater that's honestly a really great monologue to use as an audition <laughs> it's piece. super Cause, fun because you need to you need to say you need to stay solid and say these things without cracking and there, for anybody what, else, honestly, what I like about it is there range. There is range in this because she goes from you know here. Here's me. I am telling you why 
I am a homicidal maniac. Which is funny because she said in the beginning, <laughs> you know, I can show you my paper so you know I'm not a homicidal maniac. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. And then here we are. Don't I yearn uh, and shop. That, enti- that, entire, <laughs> that entire monologue, though, like, yes, the monologue was great. The quips from the family were better. Yeah. The, oh, poor Debbie. Yeah. But they were. But they were. They were like actually like. <laughs> I, I felt like they were actually like Debbie. No, honey, we see you, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're here for you. Like I didn't feel like they were like you know belittling her. I think that was like no. they were like no, no we they're, understand. They're here like, for it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another thing about this movie is when it came out again. Like me and all my friends saw the movie right around this time. I forget where I got it. Maybe a friend of mine gave it to me for my birthday or whatever. I don't know. But I had gotten this little stuffed penguin. I might actually still have it, like, upstairs with my childhood stuff. You know what? I believe you would. I I 100% believe you. And I named it Pubert (laughs) because of this movie. (laughs) I do have one. I do have one thing I didn't like about this film. What's that? I didn't like Pubert. How do you not like Pubert? I... I didn't like him. I it, it he was first off he was a baby. Like I don't care about babies. I don't. Yeah, but he was a fun baby. He was, was a baby he? that could stop a guillotine with his hand. How many babies you know do that? I also love. I don't know how many babies that like actually get involved <laughs> with a guillotine. I the, the again like the whole fish out of water. You know the upside down is right side up thing. Yeah. The fact that the baby gets sick in this movie. And it turns blonde hair. And it's like blonde hair curly. And and not only the baby, but like the baby's room went from this dark, like, you know, HP Lovecraft, Edgar Allan Poe style to baby blue nursery rhymes. Like the entire environment for the baby completely changed. Did you, the crib? I did notice the, those was, changes. It was just, it was painted white. It yeah. was the exact same shape with the crows and everything, mm-hmm. but painted white. This, oh God, this is, it's, it's a fun <laughs> movie. A part of me was like almost kind of nervous because I'm like, again, this, the original Oh my God, out, if my bestie just completely hates this movie, <laughs> I don't know if we can be besties anymore. Oh no. That was not my thought. I, I would never recommend a movie for you to watch like this that I think that you would hate. But um, what if I did hate it? Like if I you re- if you recommend it to me, thinking AJ's gonna like this film, and I'm like, this was terrible, and you're like, but my heart and soul, <laughs> like, you know what? I don't really get bent out of shape like that. You're right. You I, tell me you tell me to go f myself. Yeah, I'd be leave. like, that's fine. I'll watch it without you again. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just me and your me and your lady friend will watch it together that's and true. screw you. Yeah, no. 100%. Um, no, I mean, of course, I would. It it is more beneficial when you enjoy it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I, I mean, maybe someday, you know. Something will be absolutely terrible. Listen, we're going to get there. Like, statistically, we have to get there at some point. Just, it hasn't happened yet. Um, but no, with with this one, I don't know. To me, it it's cool because it focused more on the kids, which, when you're a kid, they're the more relatable characters. Yeah, yeah. So I'm but glad like, they were smart about it. Even that. as an adult, though, I really appreciated the, the kids' scenes. Like, I loved the scene where they're in the cabinet and they're forced to watch Disney and the sound of music, and they come out just completely traumatized by it all. I, I loved the uh, end where they're, you know, eat me! The the, the turkey song. <laughs> I love I love Wednesday smiling, you know, like, full-on, like, you know, yes, I'm here for this. And, and then just, we cannot break bread with you. Like, I love that dead I hand. think that was the part that you got excited about. Because they poured the gasoline on the on the girl and she was going to light her on fire. 
I was. They poured I, the gasoline at her feet. When they went, when they actually started lighting things on fire, yeah. I went, "How are these children allowed to do this?" No, that, that was great. Like the the the, the kid side story was fun. I found it odd. Some of the timeline stuff where like you know she's uh, Wednesday and 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 Pugsley are at camp, and. Uh, then they get a letter from home saying that their uncle's going to get married and then they leave camp and they go back to to the wedding and they're there for the wedding ceremony and then they go back to camp i just it yeah. felt a little they got awkward. a pass to get out of camp but the parents send them back to yeah, camp yeah yeah like do you think that they would have said to the parents like you know why did you send us to camp like anything like well I, in the beginning when debbie was telling gomez and uh morticia okay, yeah, yeah. you know she's like oh they're gonna try to deny it but they really want to go they've begged to go and they might say they don't want to go but don't believe them so i don't know i feel like i feel like it would have been a little more cohesive if we had seen a scene where they at least attempted yeah between you know the wedding and then going back to camp to be like you know guys we don't want to be here you know oh no no pish posh but you know of course you'd say that debbie debbie told us you'd say yeah. that like, a little bit I, i'm not i'm not saying it wasn't what it was i'm not saying it was bad i'm just saying i feel like that like little moment scene. would have helped yeah so i mean hindsight 2020 this is 1993 so this is this is 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> I know what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So the relationship with Debbie and Fester. Yeah. The moment they get married. Um, so the whole premise with Debbie is that she is a black widow <laughs> and she marries a rich man. And then on the wedding night, they mysteriously die. She runs off with the inheritance, mm-hmm. you know, until mm-hmm. she strikes again. So you had brought up a very good point where so Did it's I? their honeymoon yeah and fester's in the bathroom oh yeah yeah and to kill him she is going to throw you know the, the radio, the radio in the into bathtub. the bathtub yep. um which obviously it doesn't work because oh, she doesn't know that she doesn't know that but we know that that you know he can light up light bulbs <laughs> in his mouth it was kind of fun that they showed a light bulb falling in the tub yeah. just so they could have that bit happen they had to remind us that this is why he survives right. but it is kind of funny to like at the end of the film they like they almost do have like the supernatural i don't want to say abilities but like the way that wednesday and pugsley like especially in the first movie like kept trying to kill each other mm-hmm. and then the way they try to kill the baby mm-hmm. like it, when Debbie tries to kill Fester another time, she blows up the house. Mm-hmm. He survived. He was right next to the bomb because yep. the bomb was, was in, on the, dinner, dinner, dinner you know, deal, yeah. the dinner table. So it's like there is almost that supernatural element of they can't be killed. Right. Which is but, strange. But going back to what I think you were initially trying to get to was my point where she tries to kill Fester in the bathtub and then at the end of the film, she tries to electrocute him in an electric chair. Right. Don't you realize, Debbie, that you failed with electricity yeah. the first time? Shouldn't you know better? And also in the first movie, Pugsley has already been electrocuted in an electric chair and survived. Remember that scene? Yeah. So it's like we've, like, again, like there is like almost some slight super, I, I don't want, maybe supernatural is the wrong word, but there's. Superhuman. Something a little bit, you know, again, about more the, the, the family. Yeah, like they they are, they are creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. So they're all together, looky. Isn't that the word? I um, think it's ooky. 
Yeah. It's not looky. I always thought I, I I always thought it was you know they're all together looky like look at them because they're over there like I don't let me look it up I don't think that's what it is Adam's family theme song song creepy and they're kooky mysterious and spooky they're all together ooky okay well, the Adam's family maybe I just decided that it was looky like you a, did like, decide that on your own. It's okay. You made it looky. I mean, listen. I looked at them. You did look. And then I snapped my fingers. Looky, looky. See? It works. I, I'll i I'll take it. Like, it was, a, it was a fun film. Am I glad I watched it? Yes. Do I feel a desperate need to watch it again? No. But if it comes on, I'm not going to say no to it. If, yeah. if I come over and you're like, you know, hey, let's just toss it on the background. I'm not going to be upset about it. it. It was it was fun. And I absolutely will turn around and watch some scenes that I just found absolutely... I did... I. I found myself cackling at, at this film more than I thought I was going to, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. I need to know, because, so the first, the, the other times we've done this whole, you know, I watch a movie, you watch a movie thing, we never watched the films together, True. I don't think. What was your experience having me watch the film and you're in the room watching me watch the film? Or were you not paying attention to me at all and you were just watching the movie? paying attention you know what for the most part i was watching the movie but you were right because there were parts where you were either cackling at something you were amazed that a family film was doing something so dark yeah um you it's 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 fun to see your friends enjoy the things that you enjoy and you certainly seemed like you were enjoying your your viewing definitely were there any moments though where like you know this part's coming up so you look over at me to see my reaction and i didn't react or something and you were like oh man or or i didn't Um, react the way you wanted me to i don't think so i mean in the first one like my favorite parts of the first one are when they are in the motel and like Fester or not Fester, um, Gomez is on the phone calling the Sally Jesse show. That was show. that. Oh, I was dying. I died. That's, that and the scene. Stop calling. <laughs> that and the scene when uh, Thing is trying to describe that Morticia's in trouble, and Gomez is like, "I can't understand you when you stutter." That was hilarious. Though, too. They're my two favorite yeah, scenes. They were really so good like, moments. you were already reacting to them. Yeah. So. Like, I think I may have, like, looked over, mm-hmm. but you were already reacting the same way that I always do. Okay, so there okay. was, yeah, I don't think there was a moment when I was looking for a react. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've looked over at, like, Jerry when I am when I try to show her something and she's either, she doesn't care, she doesn't laugh at it because she doesn't, she doesn't laugh out loud at things that often. Mm-hmm. So when I'm when a funny thing happens and she doesn't laugh, I'm like, oh, she hates it. She's like, no, it was funny. I'm like, well, laugh then. <laughs> so or 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 she's on her phone, and I'm like, now I gotta rewind this so you can see the funny thing. Like, come on, we're watching this together. What the? Fuck? I don't know. I don't know that I'm looking for moments like that to see if you appreciate it the way that i do mm-hmm. mostly because you've already agreed to sit down and watch it with me <laughs> okay so i'm like to me that's enough that's enough you know and and again like i also am very realistic this, this is one of the few areas of my life where i'm very like logical and realistic that art is subjective yeah you of know course. and i know that i like a lot of Weird things or maybe things that not everybody else likes. And I mean. Oh, yeah. You like horror movies. I do. So. 
Um, to me, it's one of those things that, like, it's enough for me that you have agreed to sit and watch it. I mean, if at any point we watch one of these movies and you, if I looked over and saw that you were just having a bad time, yeah. I'm like, cool, we can turn it off. Like, you want a DNF? We DNF. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, I don't want anybody to have a bad time experiencing movies yeah, because yeah, life yeah. is too fucking short. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I don't know to, to, I guess, a really long story short, um... <laughs> Is that there? There was no point when I was anticipating your reaction, mm-hmm. mostly because you reacted the way that I have always reacted to this okay. movie. Well, so, that's good. yeah. Um. So, guess what? We have never covered 1993 on this show. We did it, guys. <laughs> we got there. Yeah. Woo. Woo. All right. So here are your top 10 grossing movies of 1993. Okay, first off, before anything else, I want to know, is Adam's Family Values in the top 10? It is not. All right. Bars set. Right. Go ahead. So the number one. 93, 93. 93 was Lion King. Nope. 94 was Lion King. Was it 94? I feel like it was, it showed up, it was not on the list, so I feel like then it, well, it yeah, was If it's not on the list, then it has to not be yeah. 93. There okay. is a Disney movie on here, though. There is a Disney Renaissance movie for 93. Okay, hold on. I don't need to go through my list in my head. I'm not going to waste this much time. Go ahead. Go do your list. All right, so number one is no surprise whatsoever. One of the top grossing movies ever. I'm going to laugh because I'm not going to remember it's from 93. What is it? Jurassic Park. Oh, come on! (laughs) Of course! (sighs) You know what? No, I'm not that upset at myself for that because... I don't like Jurassic Park nearly as much as you do. True. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. I respect it a lot. There's a lot of things in that film that I wish that current films would do, like practical effects. But I'm not mad at myself. Okay. I've talked myself off the ledge. Go yeah. ahead. Number two. Oh, Jurassic Park is so good. It is so good. Number two is a movie that I know you haven't seen, but a movie that I love. Horror? No. Uh, it's an action movie starring Mr. Harrison Ford. It's The Fugitive. Yeah, I need to see that. You do. I it's do. a remake of an older movie, but uh, you need to see The Fugitive because yeah. you will. The fact that you and I both how we feel about our Jack Reacher movies yeah, 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 and, yeah. and Air Force One, I feel like you will very much. Uh, you'll like The Fugitive as much as I do. Okay. I love that one. Cool. Uh, number three is The Firm. It was a John Grissom novel no turned into Grissom a movie. Sure. Um, he does a lot of like court and like law. I mean, books, given like, that the name is called The stuff, Firm, that makes sense. I really, I actually have, like, probably like 10 or 15 of his books. Okay. I really liked him. My They were my grandmother's. She let me borrow them. And when she passed, I yoked them all him. because yeah. I really like them. Um, and generally, I like the movies that are based on John Grissom novels. Um, the Firm is a good one. Um, I'm totally drawing a blank now. There's one with <laughs> John Cusack and the woman from The Mummy, Rachel Weiss. There's there in a movie, and it's uh, the name is escaping me. Anyway, there's a bunch of them. Like, The Rainmaker is one of them. But again, like, they all involve, like, court cases and things like that. I can't remember if The Pelican Brief is one of his or not. It might be. So is this, like, a drama because it's set in, like, a courtroom and stuff? Yeah, okay. they're generally, like, court... There's always, like, a lawyer. There's a court case. Like, it's... it's they, you that's can't handle theme. the truth. Um, but they're very good. I, I do like I do like uh, the firm. Uh, number four, one of the most notable rom coms ever, Sleepless in Seattle, comes out in 1993. Oh, okay. I've seen it once. Never seen it. 
I mean, it's it's Tom Hanks, it's Meg Ryan, it's cute. Sure. Like it was, it was fine. I'll take your word on yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't hate it the way that like I hate when Harry, <laughs> Harry met Sally. Sally. Uh, it was did, perfectly did the, fine. Were they friends? No. Well, no. then that's okay. Because it's okay because they kiss. They did. Right? Okay. As long as they're not friends. They are not friends. Okay. Uh, number five, Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen that film once. Re- oh, I've seen it a lot. I've seen it once, and I remember laughing a lot at it. Yeah. Uh, but like I was young when I saw it, yeah. so it's been you know it's probably been over twenty years since I've seen it. Number six, Indecent Proposal. No idea what that is. I feel like I've seen this movie. We just talked about this. Did we? Um, this was the one. Yeah, because we were talking about Woody Harrelson. I think. Okay. No, no, no. We were talking about it in our um, Butch Cassidy episode okay. because Robert Redford plays a guy that wants to sleep with the other guy's wife. Yeah. It's Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore. They're a married couple. And Robert Redford sees her and says, I'll give you a million dollars if I can spend the night with your wife. And it's the whole will she, won't she. I feel like I've seen this movie. Okay. But it's been so long that I might <laughs> not have seen this movie. But I feel like this was a movie I did see. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, number seven is, I believe, a Clint Eastwood movie called In the Line of Fire. Okay. I feel like that's one where he's Secret Service. Um, or maybe that's a thin blue line. <laughs> In the line of fire. 1993. Yeah, I'm right. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I'm totally right. Clint Eastwood, Secret Service. Um. Oh, he was... Uh, he failed to save John F. Kennedy from assassination. That sounds kind of good. Um, so yeah, number seven is in the line of fire. Number eight is a Disney movie. Okay. I already established I have no idea what it is, so hit me. Aladdin. That was, oh. <laughs> Couldn't call you Al? Maybe just Din. <laughs> I'm mad that I forgot that Aladdin was 93, but I'm also not because it was between Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King, which are two of my favorite Renaissance movies, period. Yeah. Aladdin was Nick's. Aladdin was Nick's movie. Okay. So I'm not... I'm okay. Okay. I'm not going to be mad at myself. I've always liked Aladdin. Aladdin is always one that I'll go to. Beauty and the Beast was 91. Shh. (laughs) I hate myself. Oh, gosh. I'm a terrible Disney fan. Number nine. We have another action movie. Sly Stallone and Cliffhanger. Okay. I don't really know anything about Cliffhanger except for that one scene where he's literally hanging. From a cliff. And they parry, They did a parody of it in Ace Ventura Part 2. Also something I haven't seen. Oh, that's fine. That's another... Well, no, that one's... Is Ace Ventura 2 better than the first one? I don't know. <laughs> I can't... I'm gonna... I can't go there right now. <laughs> Number 10 is a movie that I watched a whole damn bunch. Mm-hmm. Free Willy. I've never actually seen Free Willy. Oh, God, I watched that movie so many times. If I have seen it, I don't remember it at all. I remember the poster. Right. I remember the poster very clearly. It's the boy standing on the on all the the rocks and and the the hand up and the free and the Willy. I might still have that clamshell VHS downstairs in my my stash of VHS. Again, wouldn't surprise me if you yeah. did. <laughs> I might still have that one, but I loved that one. Oh, God, Free Willy was so good. So let me guess, it's about a whale that they want to get back to the ocean because it's trapped in SeaWorld or something. Essentially, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, cool. essentially. Uh, yeah, there's like a, I feel like, God, it's been so long. <laughs> I feel like the kid 
like is like a rough around the edges kid and, and then he's he's got to start working softer. he's got to start working at like SeaWorld or wherever oh as like a charity or, yeah, or like you know service. for like juvie or whatever yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like that's the premise I could be talking out my ass because it's been so long <laughs> I probably last watched this movie in like if this came out in 93 the last time I saw it was probably 95 right um but yeah like I feel like he like had to go there and then he learns about whales and then wants to help <laughs> Willie escape because, because he's he sees in how captivity. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I learned that the whales, the dorsal fin is curled when they're in captivity. I don't know if that's actually true or not, if that's a real thing. But in the movie, they tell you the reason the dorsal fin is curled over is because they're in captivity and they don't straighten it out. Unless they're in the wild. I don't remember. Anyway, Free Willy was number 10. (laughs) So that is your top 10. Got it. So I know that in 1993 that I am 12 years old and you are two. So I don't expect you to have what were you watching instead of. Because essentially Sesame Street. Probably. And Barney. Barney. I was a big Barney guy. Um, I looked on the list of what came out. And there was so much shit that I was watching instead of this movie. So did you not see this movie? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean instead of this movie. I was going to say. Wait a minute. I shouldn't say that. (laughs) That's right. Because this is not something I missed. I'm so used to our format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But no. So here are the things that I was watching along with this movie. Okay. Oh, boy. Cool Runnings. Yo! <laughs> I love Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings is such a good, such a good movie. Saka, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Cool Runnings. Cool such, Runnings. Such a good movie. Love John Candy in that. Yeah. Rookie of the Year. That's the one. Uh, Funky what? Butt Lovin'. <laughs> is Rookie of the Year the one where the kid like has a tendon super tight or whatever and just And then the he ball? becomes like, yeah, like yeah. MLB pro yeah. and the whole... I've seen that. Yeah. That's a fun film. That was a very fun film. Uh, a big year for baseball because also The Sandlot comes out. Never saw The Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot's so good. Uh, Dennis the Menace, the live action Dennis the Menace. Okay. Jenny and I watch that all the time and we still make references to that movie because we're children. <laughs> um, one of the very first... Uh, CDs I ever bought with my own money was the soundtrack to The Last Action Hero, which came out in 1993. I love We've that We've talked about one. Last Action mm-hmm. Hero before, yeah. Uh, Demolition Man is an awesome, awesome action movie. I heard good things about it. Never saw it. Yeah. Super, super cool. I love Demolition Man. Uh, Sister Act 2 comes out. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. Hocus Pocus. Classic mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mel Brooks's Robin Hood Men in Tights comes out. Back up for a minute with Hocus Pocus because sure. there's something that I is Hocus Pocus a Disney TV film that then got a lot of traction, or was it an actual film that came out in theaters? It was. It's an actual Disney film in the theater. It was never like a TV movie that took off. And it always felt like it was a TV film. To That's um, Halloween Town. That's that was like a TV movie, like a Disney TV Hocus movie. Focus is the one with the three witches and yes, so, yeah. yeah. That was a feature film release in the movies. It always felt like a a you know straight to TV. Probably movie because today. after it came out, it caught fire and it's on TV all the fucking time. Okay, mate. I, I guess that's what it is. I just I, I just always assumed it was a straight. It, I always assumed it was just a Disney put this out, put it on TV. Everybody loved it and no, became a cult classic. It was, it was a it was a feature film. Okay. Um, this movie probably shaped 
the majority of my teenage years and who I was to become. Okay. The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nightmare. Oh, Nightmare. Is um, it a Christmas movie? It's uh, and a Halloween movie. And a Halloween movie? Yeah. So is it a Thanksgiving movie? Right in the middle? No. <laughs> they don't go to Thanksgiving Town. That's true. There's a don't. door for it. There is. But we don't go there. Um, is it an Easter? Is it an Easter movie? No, they don't go in that door either. Well, we see the bunny. They do go through the door because they get the bunny. No, they go through the door. We don't go through uh, the door. Okay, okay, okay. We go All right, through no, the. I, I can see it. That's there a good. We go. You know what? You got me on words, which is not that difficult. But you know, <laughs> uh, finishing out this list, a movie we've talked about before as well is Tombstone. That comes out. Um, a rom com that I actually like, Benny and June, comes out. It's cute. It's little Johnny Depp. I really like it. Right. Uh, Super Mario Bros. comes out. <laughs> I've action. never seen it, but I've heard terrible things about it. Uh, Sidekicks comes out with Jonathan Brandis and Chuck Norris. Okay. It's hysterical. Any girl that's my age that had a thing for Jonathan Brandis, we all loved this movie. Okay. Uh, we do get a little bit of horror movies. No. Because Jason Goes to Hell comes out. Army of Darkness comes out. Even though it sounds like a scary movie, it's not. So I married an axe murderer. <laughs> Michael Myers movie, uh, I'm sorry, Mike Myers movie, right. uh, I think it's very funny, I own it, I watch it quite often, um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, another Johnny Depp movie comes out this mm-hmm. year, and finally, that rollerblading movie that we all loved, it's got a baby Jack Black in it, it's called Airborne, and if you've never seen Airborne, it's super fun. There's a kid from California, his parents have to like go away on a business trip, so the California kid gets shipped off to his cousin's house in, like, Ohio. So it's like, it's 1993, cool California fucking skater boy comes to Ohio. And, like, he calls people. He's like, hey, what's up, brah? And at one point, Jack Black is like, did he just call me a bra? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's baby Jack Black. It's all adorable. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. So that's, like, just a handful of the movies that came out that I was watching. Uh, so here is what is happening. In the year 1993. Okay. So, uh, the average household income... No. $31,000 a year is the average American income in 1993. Man. Yeah. Bill Clinton is elected president in 1993. Yeah. In 1993... So, I don't know if you've ever heard this urban legend... Um, but they, there was a, a, an article that came out that said that over the course of a year while you're sleeping, you eat a bunch of spiders. Yes. Oh, that one? Okay. you know it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was proven false in 1993. The person that wrote that article basically made it all up. <laughs> you don't actually have spiders crawling in your mouth when you are sleeping. I... Well, you may, but like, there is no, like you have on average eight spiders in your mouth while you're sleeping thing. Like that was completely made up. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I understand why people would have believed it, because, like, uh, why oh, would you believe sure. that? Like, like it, it, in my, in, like, something I'm always, a, you know, doing, all, going off about is, like, you know, the world is way too large for, for there to not be X, Y, Z or whatever. Like, there's too many variables for there, for this to not be a potential. So, like, why couldn't I have eaten eight spiders <laughs> over the course of my life? Who knows? Like, yeah, that was proven to be false. Um, there was some Hollywood tragedies in 1993. Oh, no. 
River Phoenix, the actor, oh, yeah. overdoses outside of the Viper Room right. in 1993. Yeah. Also, Brandon Lee, while filming The Crow, is accidentally shot and killed oh. because of the the gun that was supposed to have a blank in it. I think it did have a blank, but I think something went wrong with the discharge. Are we not discharge. talking about Russ right now? We don't want to talk about uh, the Russ. Isn't that the film where the uh, oh, that's right, uh, Alec Baldwin or whatever? Yeah, he was the producer on that yeah. one. Yeah, same thing. Where there, although I think that one didn't didn't that one have actual bullets in it? It ended up having actual bullets in it. Yeah, I think. this one. I think the thing that happened on the Crow set was I don't think there was an actual bullet, but I think there was like a malfunction with the with the blank. I think it was a blank uh-huh. in the gun. But there was some sort of malfunction where it something happened when it fired, I believe. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Brandon Brandon Lee and River Phoenix we lose in 1993. Wow. River Phoenix's one was one of those, like, can you imagine what his career would be like today because you mean like of Keith what Ledger. he did? Yeah. That, like, like Kurt Cobain, like, yeah. can you imagine what would Nirvana would sound well, like I to mean, this? River Phoenix was young indie, right? In The Last Correct. Crusade? Yeah. Yeah. And he was also... He was in Stand By Me. That's that's the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the big one. Yep. Okay. He'd be up there right along with you know DiCaprio and oh, Johnny I'm sure. Depp and I'm the sure. whole nine. Absolutely. So in 1993, the Got Milk campaign started, which anybody that knows there was it was it was in print, it was commercials, and it was celebrities and athletes that had a milk mustache. Milk mustache yep. And the whole thing is got milk. It's it's the drink more milk campaign from the Dairy Foundation of America. Anyway, you know, blah blah blah. Um, so it looks like Michael Bay directed the ad campaign ah. for Got Milk. Oh. All right. <laughs> okay, were expl- Michael Bay. Were there explosions? I don't know if there were explosions. If there he, may have been if, explosions. If there were, he did it wrong. But yeah, like everybody from celebrities to athletes. Even fictional characters like The Simpsons and Batman, yeah, yep. like everybody, yep. everybody had, had a milk everybody mustache. had a got milk mustache. Yeah. So that started in '93. Finally, with McDonald's, if you've ever supersized anything yeah. with McDonald's, yeah. that started uh, around 1993. They had had a promotion earlier um, with like a supersize, but it was more like a it was a Happy Meal supersize because they were kind of doing like a for the older kids like situation, teens. yeah. Like you're in between a child and you're in between uh, yeah. getting a full meal. So So they're kinda of, they had some I don't know that they called it supersize, but the supersize that we remember, like when you're supersizing your meal, which was a larger drink and a larger fries. Mm-hmm. It started because McDonald's did a tie in with Jurassic Park. Oh. So you could get a dino size meal. Okay. After the promotion was over, it was still so popular. That then we got the supersize thing. Yeah, okay. So that lasted from 93 till about 2004. Neat. Now, I was trying to look it up to see. I know that movie, Supersize Me, came yeah. out. And it was. Seven till we got. That came out in 2004. Was it four? Mm hmm. Okay. And I mean, it was pretty damning. Yeah. But I mean, also, like, what the fuck do you expect when you eat McDonald's for every meal for an entire month? And like, wasn't it also like he would, if he could supersize, he would supersize? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the prem, like, I don't know, like, it, like, is it really that big of a shock that he gained weight and his cholesterol went up because he ate fast food for every meal? 
Like McDonald's, like I get it. Like now McDonald's didn't necessarily get rid of supersized stuff because of that movie. There was already the can- the the healthier campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was already, and honestly, they said that the sales of supersized fries yeah. started to really wane to the point of like, what's the point? Like they were trying to pare down their menu. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make a turn for a more healthier option. And I mean, the movie didn't help. I'm sure, but I think they were already going in that direction prior to the movie starting. The, the movie was expedited. But again, I mean, I mean, I saw the movie. The movie was the documentary was perfectly fine, but also like again, Come on. like what Let's do you expect? Like nobody is like thinking, a I'm gonna go eat McDonald's every day for every meal, You're or right. like it's not you know It'd be Taco Bell. It'd be, <laughs> Excuse you, not for me. Excuse you. Okay, if Taco Bell can bring back the fucking good stuff. Then maybe, but they got rid of everything I liked. Authentic Mexican cuisine. That's for you, Jenna. <laughs> I will eat a Taco Bell taco. I'm not saying that I will never eat it, but like it is never an option for me because um, they got rid of too much stuff. So mm. everything I liked um, went by the wayside. They brought back, they brought back the potatoes. Eh, that's not enough for me. Excuse you. Not enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, McDonald's. Like, no shit. Don't eat McDonald's every day. <laughs> like, wow. Like, you really... Uh, you break, doy. You're breaking new ground, Copernicus. Um, <laughs> one that? small step from man. <gasps> one giant leap from mankind. Yeah. Eat, eat fast food in moderation. Uh, <gasps> oh. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So, that's 1993. That's Adam's Family Values. Great film. Watch it if you haven't. Watch the first one if you haven't. And then watch the second one and appreciate the second one more because it was a better film than the first one. Yeah. Definitely. It doesn't happen often, but sequels sometimes surpass the original. Yep. If we can even say that. I mean, yeah, technically in that sect it is the original, but I mean, obviously the TV show had come out and the comic and the whatever. Watch Adam's Family Values. <laughs> That's all we need to do. So next time you hear from us, I am going to be watching a movie that I have never seen yeah. that aj very much enjoys yeah I, yeah yeah and he's he's got a smile on his face right well, now he's again excited. because like i rewatched it for this and i was like wow i forgot how much i liked this film we'll talk about it and you know we will talk about it in the next t- two minutes you'll hear about it in, in a, two weeks so haha sucks to be you but in the meantime why don't you head over to Facebook and Instagram and join the list we missed on social media or on your favorite podcasting app. You're going to find us everywhere. So tune in, thumbs up, five stars, give us the likes, give us the loves, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.